Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jen Sullivan, and I'm Darian Simone Harvin. You're like, who's this person? <laughs> Hi, Darian. Welcome, welcome. So, yeah, that's not Jess Matlin. I have a guest co-host this week. I'm so excited to have you on the show and talk all about your career, beauty, pop culture, everything. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm excited too. I'm a big fan of the pod. I'm a listener, so it's great just to be here and to be in, in conversation with you. 
see, this is this is like mutual appreciation society because I'm a subscriber mm-hmm. to your newsletter, Beauty IRL. Oh, I should give a little background on you. So before we get into that, you're a beauty reporter. You've written for the New York Times, Teen Vogue, The Cut, Allure. And I found you through your newsletter. And I have to ask you about Beauty IRL. What is What is the context? What do you write about? Yes. So Beauty IRL is a substack that I started. I've always loved newsletters and I've always loved curation of news. Really, my background is in news, being a social media editor, working in newsrooms. I always grew up around beauty. My mom was a hairstylist. And I really honestly just have always developed this love for beauty. And one day it really just clicked with me while I was kind of going through my career. And I was just thinking about changes and new things I wanted to do in media. And I was like, why don't I bring my journalism expertise and what I've learned about audiences and the news and reporting into the beauty world? And so as much as I report for New York Times, whatever it may be, um, allure on these topics. I also really like to curate beauty news, which beauty news that is at the intersection of politics and pop culture. Yes, I love that tagline. When I first read the newsletter, I was like, oh, that's good. You know, when someone else writes something really good and you're like, I'm jealous. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know I'm like, I feel like I finally like nailed it. I feel like I, I'm like, I finally have my little tagline, like people get what I do. So it's really, really great in that sense. But it's really just this idea of me honestly defining beauty for myself. It's vi- like my my newsletter for me is like a practice in what is beauty? Like, can we expand this conversation? How can we add more people, add more voices and do it through like, yes, talking about skincare, hair, nails, makeup, but also wellness, self-care, spirituality, like, like I would even say athletes, people like Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles and Serena Williams who are using their bodies and also like, making a statement with who they are around their abilities and around their self-images, especially those three as Black women. And so that's really how my newsletter started of just this really unique angle where I explain what's happening, but I share some of my POV too. And so I make it this balance of like, you know, I'm realizing, and I know you know this too, Jen, like people want to hear our points of point of views. I feel like I used to really shy away from it. And now I'm just like, Y'all want to know what I think? I'm going to tell you. Yes, I want to hear the news, but also get a take on it. Now, I have to ask you about your mom because I did not know this about you. Where did you grow up and your mom was a hairstylist? Yes, my mom was a hairstylist. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and my mother literally had a small hair salon like in our basement it was like fixed up and it was a it was like a hair salon and my mom actually started you know she my mom had her her beautician's license and was working in a hair salon and then growing up she really just started taking clients from home um which now is actually so funny to me because now we see we see places like salon republic or all of these places where, you know, we're really starting to see hairstylists and other beauty services migrate out of the traditional beauty salon and they're becoming their own entrepreneurs, you know, taking appointments from a studio space or whatever it may be, or from homes now post, you know, not, I shouldn't say post COVID, we are still in COVID, but like (sighs) we have this new life that we're all living. Yes. And so, yeah, I just grew up around hair and also like 
the hair products I was using were different because they were professional grade that my mom was getting. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it was very much like beauty was just in hair, especially. And, and my mom had all different kinds of clients, really all different kinds of hair types. I also got to know like other women that way, if that makes yeah. sense. Like just being a little girl and like my mom's relationship with her girlfriends and and seeing women come in and out of like our home, literally, you know, it was, it's really great. But so your earliest memories of beauty, I, maybe not, but they, I imagine they're of your mom and, and hair and, and getting your hair done. Did you ever get yes. like, okay, mom, you're my mom. So like, I don't want her messing with my hair. Like I want a real hairstylist. <laughs> No. Oh my okay, gosh. Okay. I was she, really, okay. yeah. Because listen, when I got to college, I knew how to do my hair, oh right? My Where it's like, you don't really, I feel like for me, my mom was always able to do my hair. I had a relaxer growing up. So even just the maintenance of black hair, black hair trends, textures, going natural, having access to products, knowing I could call my mom if I had a question about hair. I had all that when I was in college. I wasn't left to kind of like finding, and I went to a PWI, but I went to school in Boston, went to Emerson College. And so sometimes when you're a black girl and you're going to, you're going to a school where it's mostly white people and there's not a salon around the corner that can do like, textured or like black hair, it's like, that. Can, that's a real conundrum, you know? Yeah. I was like really grateful to have my mom and just those resources. And I knew how to do my hair because I was watching her do my hair. Yeah. I love that. So what's your your beauty philosophy these days? Oh, I should also, by the way, guys, we are going to do the news. Obviously, that's what Darian yes. does. That's what we do. We're going to talk about beauty collabs. We're going to raise a wand. But I just want to ask Darian a couple more questions before we get into the usual podcast. What's your philosophy these days? Like, are you a low maintenance, high maintenance? Is that a weird paradigm and context to think about beauty for you? What? How do you approach it? Yes. I think that my I'm low maintenance in terms of steps. But I think that I'm high maintenance in terms of product, if that makes sense. So like okay. for me, I, I'm i looking for a lot of like efficacy and I'm looking at ingredients like I'm very much somebody who I don't have a ton of steps and I keep it very simple. I'm talking about skincare right now because yeah. I feel like I don't put on a ton of makeup these days. And if anything, right now I'm like reevaluating my relationship with makeup and what I want to do and almost like refreshing my routine a lot. But I think that I'm very much like a cleanser, toner, retinol, like two moisturizers. And I'm wait, really- Wait, wait, wait. Why two? Because I think living in LA, it's so dry here. Okay. Like it's so dry here. And also the retinol, I just think having that extra like two moisturizers for me is great. And what I found like my skin really needs. So I might do like an oil, like an oilless first moisturizer. And then I might do like a thicker one, like your cream. Okay, I got it. You're, you're layering. It's like she doesn't do a double cleanse. She does a double moisture instead. Exactly. Well, actually, oh my God, I say it's not complicated, but then, I mean, I'll <laughs> save my my product tease because it's actually an oil cleanser, but my cleanser might be on any given day, oil and then your, your cleanser, oil cleanser, then cleanser. But I think my philosophy also right now is like, I think what will always be my philosophy is I love... 
the experience of beauty. And like what I mean by that is like, I like touching my face. I like massaging my face. I like, I like my gua sha. I have a new, like a new face. Like, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, a, I, and, and I just, I like taking care of myself in that way and like paying my skin attention in the sense of I'm moving it around some, I'm massaging my face and I'm just releasing stress from the day. Like that's ultimately what I'm trying to do, you know? Okay, so you did start to go into some products. So before we do the news, I have two general questions to you. I'm curious, is there um, a product or or a general type of product that you think is overhyped and then one that is like underrated? Tell us about both of those. Yes. Okay, this is going to be a very controversial overhyped, but not because I don't think we should be using it, but more because I think we've like really politicized our use of sunscreen. I, yes, we should all be using, we should all be wearing sunscreen. Sunscreen is a good thing for protective purposes, for... Oh, there's, I know what you're, like a shame, like you don't use it and people want to shame you I don't like the shame. Yeah, I don't like the shame. And I think that now, and I think also sometimes we freak out about, are we using enough? What is enough? What is the standard, right? And I think that also because we are paying more attention to our actual skin, how we're taking care of our skin, things that honestly also come from like influences from beauty, whether that's clean beauty or like makeup, no makeup, having great skin, sunscreen has become essential to that. And I think that in the process, we have also started to create a lot of content because we know that sunscreen content does well that really sometimes I think can veer into shaming. And I don't and I don't like that. And I think that we all have grown up with a different relationship to sunscreen. Some people didn't grow up wearing sunscreen. People, some people didn't grow up washing their face at night. And I just like, I just think that we've overhyped we've overcomplicated our our like philosophies around our our practice of sunscreen and really it should be an invitation of just like taking care of yourself and finding a sunscreen that works for you. Okay, so what is underrated in your world? Underrated. Or even a product that you are loving that you want more people to know about because it just gets no love. Yes. Okay, I have one. I love Mary Kay's mascara. And Mary Kay is a brand that I feel is like our mother's brand or our grandmother's brand, or it's not one of these new, you know, flashy makeup makeup brands today. But I love Mary Kay's mascara. Um, I'm blanking on the exact term for it, but I I can send you the link to it. But I just love mascaras that have almost like that flexi texture to them. Yeah. Not crunchy hard lashes. Not crunchy. Yeah. And so Mary Kay mascara is my go-to. I wear it at night. I wear it during the day, honestly. And I just think it's really dependable. That is... The perfect example of like underrated because I feel like it that would definitely is not like going to be a cult favorite. Well, maybe now it'll be. We'll see. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is Darian. You guys feel like you get, you got to know her. We're going to come back and do the news together. Okay. Let's talk about the news. Okay. This was interesting. At the end of last month, Lush 
went off the grid. They went dark. They deactivated their Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Jack Constantine, the chief digital officer and product event inventor at Lush, told Adweek, this is a quote, if the platform is damaging mental health by putting your content into it, you're fueling the problem. So Lush is basically one of those companies that wants you to relax, wants to be all about well-being and goodness. And they felt, this is what they're saying, I don't know if this is a PR twist, they felt because of the recent reports about Facebook's harm that it might bring to users, especially teen girls, that wasn't in line with like their whole experience of like relaxing in the bath with a bath bomb. Darren, do you think this is a a smart move? Did this surprise you at all? It raised a ton of questions for me. What are they? I want to know what other issues, roadblocks that have to do with money, that have to do with profit, that have to do with their relationship to these platforms that led them to make this decision and to frame it as such. I I, I believe that they have an intent of not contributing to spaces, right, that are causing mental harm. I can't say that they don't believe that. I can't say that that's not their true intention. But what I also do know is that there are so many factors that have to do with marketing versus like social media. Like what if someone (laughs) just got their marketing budget cut and they're like, shit, we can't advertise on Facebook anymore. Oh, let's spin it like it's mental health. I don't think that's what happened, but I thought about that. Yeah, and I, so so like for me, it actually raised a lot of questions for me about like what else is going on at Lush? And more importantly, how, how do you, what are your plans then? Like I would have actually loved to know, meaning there, I, we know Lush's as brick and mortar stores within malls or standalones or whatever it may mean. So like, how do you therefore then plan on continuing to make money? Yeah, no, I think you actually partially answered it though. Cause I was thinking, think about a Lush store and the smell of it. It's its own advertising. So because they have these like stores that are their own stores, just seeing that around the city or around the mall is partially the advertising where I was like, a D2C brand couldn't do this. If you're only you know, sold socially or on a website, you can't just go dark on all the platforms. You'd never get your product seen. Whereas Lush, you know, you'll still see it around even if they're not advertising. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, totally. I know, because you've smelled those doors, I'm sure. Absolutely. I need to go stop by Lush, honestly. (laughs) I know, it made me want a bath bomb, totally. Okay, next up, the Crown Act makes its first appearance in court. Well, it's not quite in court yet, but we've discussed this on the podcast. 13 states now have laws that protect residents from discrimination with regards to their hairstyles. So Jeffrey Thornton, he was an employee of a, it was an event company in San Diego, and he believes he was denied a job because of his hair. So I looked up what he looks like. He has they called it dreadlocks in the suit, but he has like locks that are like cheek length um, if you look at the pictures online. And so when his lawyer brought this suit, this is the first time someone has accused an employer of violating California's Crown Act since the legislation took effect in January 2020. It was interesting to me that very quickly after this suit came out, the company was like, oh, it was a miscommunication. They offered him his job back. And I would like to think that that shows you, maybe it was a miscommunication. And I like to also think there's cultural and social change that is happening that makes this happen. But let's be honest, a big reason is legal. They probably had lawyers that were like, it's the law now, guys. Like this, in these 13 states, if you bring a case like that, there is a legal precedent that you're not gonna win. 
So I'm I'm curious if you heard the news and and if you think that we're going to be seeing more cases like this. I think that it was a wake up for Encore. For me, I wonder if this was almost number one. My first thought is the Crown Act is working. Yeah. Really. The Crown Act is, is, is working. The Crown Act was able to protect this man and to essentially represent him in legislation through a bill in a moment where he was being discriminated against for a hairstyle that is not just like associated, but deeply intertwined within Blackness. And so there's that. And then I also wonder if it was, did Encore know how how aware were they of this um of this um amendment, of this totally. bill through the Crown Act? And I wonder if this was almost like a practice of again, the Crown Act essentially working in this way where may, they weren't aware of it. This this manager in which it, who was talking to who was talking to this man, he wasn't even aware of exactly of the Crown Act or that it had become effective as of January 2020. And so for me, I think that I am interested to see how else the Crown Act will be implemented or raised so that, like you said, he they offered him his job back immediately. It was no issue. Yeah, I also think about activism and how sometimes I've even been guilty of this, of trying to make change really general and just saying something's wrong or something's right or support the environment or whatever the cause is without focusing it on a specific change that you want. And with the Crown Act, that law gave people something to ask for, like a very specific legal change. And people are like, oh, nobody listens to the, to politicians. Yes, this shows you that if you're able to change the law, it can support people. So I, yeah. I think it, I think I can't do the math right now. It's 50 minus 13. 37. Sorry. 37. I'm so bad at yes. math, but... 37 more, state, more states need to get on board. Okay, I feel bad that like every week I'm like, Chrissy Teigen did something, so it made news, but that's just the nature of our country. It's true, <laughs> right? No, it is really true. And Chrissy Teigen just tends to do things that touch a nerve in she this way where we oh, talk about it. She is, she is. It is. So the thing this week, <laughs> it's its own column. <laughs> I'm like, what did Chrissy do now? Eyebrow transplants. So okay. you, I did not hear about this, first of all. I had not, oh, let never heard about in. this. I'm fascinated. Yes. So I actually know someone who got an eyebrow transplant. So uh, basically the surgeons use the hair follicles on your scalp from the back of your head and they transplant the same way they would for someone who's balding on like a receding hairline, but instead they're putting them into your eyebrow and then trimming the hair so it looks great. This girl that I knew back, back in the day, she had alopecia. So this was like a really great way. She said she felt healthy healthier, happier, whatever. Let me tell you though, because she let me look at them and touch them. That's head hair. It doesn't behave like eyebrow hair once it's on there. Yeah. Like she had to cut them regularly because they grew really long. Oh, they I grow. It grows? It grows like it, it, it grows exactly like it's your head hair. So I don't know what procedure Chrissy's surgeon used, but I cannot wait to see how these grow in and how they look. Because if you are someone who has really thin eyebrows or are thinking about this, do your research and look at your before and after pictures because, you know, it's head hair. And if you yeah. had straight eyebrow hairs, but you have curly head hair, you're going to have curly brows. Right. And that means <laughs> you are like getting... What? 
Exactly. Like me, like when I started cracking up when I was reading, when I was reading about it, because I was like, if I were to do this, it means that I would have curly, I would have curly eyebrow hair, which would be hilarious. But more so it means I would be getting my eyebrows laminated like what every four weeks, basically. I'd be getting perms, relaxers. Yeah. If if, if you weren't down with it, I don't think I've ever seen someone with naturally curly brows now that I'm I actually about have it. I actually okay. have yes I feel like after it gets to a certain length like even in middle school I would say like just I felt like I would know girls you know when you're kind of like in between yes you might not be getting your eyebrows done so they're growing out and then maybe you do have a textured or a thick coarse hair on your body and so even as your eyebrow hair is growing out it does start to turn up or curl some. And so it, do, and it doesn't look like an Afro and it doesn't look frizzy, but it's definitely like very defined, like beginning curls. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I was really intrigued by this. And I feel like, I mean, I love my eyebrows. I, I think I have great eyebrows. We like to, we like to thank God for my eyebrows, but this would be very appealing to me if I feel. And I think that now, like my last word on it was, I would not be surprised if this became a popular procedure, if it is not already. Because Because people didn't know about it really. Right, yeah. And I just think like, we're doing so many crazy things to ourselves and to our bodies these days. And we just make it normal by the practice of sharing that we're doing it. It's very true. I will say, I'm not sure how mainstream it's going to go because people were dragging her. The reason being the cost, which is $4,000 to $7,000. And people are like, wow, rich people have a lot of money to spare. But I, I have to just add one more thing, which is like, okay, microblading can cost, you know, about $500. It only lasts a year to a year and a half. So if you're someone who has really sparse brows and you microblade, you know, do the math. In 10 years, it, a hair transplant might have been the way to go. So interesting to see what happens there. Okay, mm-hmm. Darren, I don't know how often you listen to the show, but often I get to do Jen Science Corner. And I looked and looked for a glam, like fun, Darian-worthy Science Corner, but instead I'm bringing you bed bugs. I love it. A new study shows bed bugs are repelled by skin triglycerides. So... The reason I'm bringing this to you is because I am somebody who suffered through bed bugs and it was so traumatic. And I'm not just talking about the bites, which I had like uh, hundreds at one point, you know, before I realized what was going on because I went to multiple doctors who were like, oh, mosquito, this and that. This was like before people knew, like it was before New York got its whole first wave of bed bugs and I traveled a lot and I think I picked them up in travel. Anyway, this study shows that it's the skin triglycerides, which are the fats in our sebum, and there's also triglycerides in our dermis itself, are what repel the bed bugs. So when you're breathing out the carp, you're um when you're breathing out, you're attracting the bed bugs to you, but they don't stick around like a flea or like lice, because you might think like, oh yeah, but they don't infest your body. It's because then they don't like the fattiness in your in your sebum. So the researchers think this could lead to new repellents and ways to treat people exposed to bed bugs. But side note, I read this, and as I was like still remembering the horrible time I had, I was thinking about my partner at the time who I lived with, and I have very dry skin, and he's a guy, so he has, you know, they tend to have more sebum, their oilier mm-hmm. skin. I don't know if this is true, but like, I was covered in about 100 bites. He had like three. 
And I was like, is it my trig, my, did like his triglycerides are the reason they repelled him? So if they can use, if they can use this knowledge to find a better treatment for people that do get bed bugs, I am all for it. And if you yourself have bed bugs, anybody out there and you want to DM me, I will completely commiserate with you on that one. I hope that you was that okay, Darian. That I yeah. have some tips for you. The <laughs> tips are move. No, don't do that. It is you can get through it, but it really was traumatic. So, um, yeah, sorry, that's not. And because I want to end on a good note, which is how I like to do this, I have good news. There's a 10-year-old beauty CEO, and her name is Paris Muhammad. She is a fifth grader. She is the first person from her county in Georgia to become, I'm sorry, the youngest person ever to be a member of her local chamber of commerce in Georgia. I was so happy to see her excited to be a business member and and adding to the community. So she's in fifth grade and her brand is called Paris Place. I swear she's going to be like the next Bobby Brown or whoever. And we're going to be like buying Paris's products for a while. She makes lip balms, lip glosses, and air fresheners. Paris, I'm proud of you. I'm going to link to your products. I want everybody to buy some. She already has some beauty supply uh, stores set up in the South that are selling them, but she also does D to C because she's a 10-year-old CEO. Do you love that? I love it. Let me tell you what I am a sucker for. What's that? A kid beauty mogul in the making <laughs> CEO. There is truly nothing more i love i love more i get tons of pr emails i'm sure that you do too about new brands that are coming out you tell me that you are a 10 year old who or your mom is emailing me telling me <laughs> that you have started your own beauty brand but not only that but you are it's being your community is supporting it it's being sold in local beauty supplies like just there's this extra layer of like genuineness and effort. And I love it. And I think it's also a really good reminder that beauty for so the beauty industry for so many women has been their entryway into um, financial stability, wealth, entrepreneurship, like beauty. And just to give a little history note, particularly in the South, after emancipation, after slavery, well, after the the official ending of, of slavery, hair opening beauty, beauty shops, opening beauty salons was how Black women made money for themselves. Women were able to have spaces where they were gathering and they were becoming community centers, very much that beauty salons and barbershops still are today. And this was money that they not only used to support their families and to run businesses, but also to donate to political causes and groups that they supported. As oh, they yes. All- Please see Madam C.J. Walker's story, right? Like she's she had political power because she had money because of beauty. I mean, because many other reasons. She was also a baller, yes. but... She but was also I think- a baller, but... This is maybe like Paris's first start into whatever she wants to do next. It's a great entry point for her. Anyway, Mm -hmm. we're going to link to that because we're all going to go buy some lip glosses and lip balms from Paris and Paris Place. All right, we're going to take a break for some sponsor ads and I'll see you back on the other side so we can talk about beauty collaborations.
Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. 
Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You're still here. I'm so happy you're still here. I didn't scare you away yet. <laughs> I decided to hang around. I brought the bed bugs, but then I cheered you up with Paris's story, so it's all good. So I got the idea to talk about makeup collaborations, actually from your newsletter, because I remember you were talking about one. But I have so many thoughts on this. And just for people who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about a big brand partnering with a celebrity or an influencer just on like a quick drop collection. We've talked about them here on the podcast. Have you ever bought or like been really excited about a beauty collaboration? You know what? I feel that ones that I have been honestly more excited about have been ones that have to do with like YouTubers, if I'm being honest. Oh, like, okay. You know, like Who for are me, your people? That was always, Tell me. So like Jackie Aina, mm. um, Alyssa Ashley. Like for me, I feel that my, I like the collaborations, quite frankly, when they were. Now I just think that we're seeing a lot of beauty influencers just making their own brands. Yes. Or even taking someone like Addison Ray, who didn't even have to go that route and just has her own makeup line. It's like kind of just now starting to create itself. But for me, I have been less into the celebrity beauty collaboration. But I also just think, and it comes with a level of maturity as well, if I'm being honest. Like, I feel like I am in a space where I know what works for me. I'm not down with the gimmicks. And it's just not something that's incredibly appealing to me. I'm looking for something different with what, I, with what I'm into, you Such know? Such a good point. Because now I think back to my 20-year-old self and she absolutely would have like gone in on certain celebrities if they were doing a makeup thing. And now at my age, I'm like, just give me what works. But let me give a right. couple of examples because I feel like Mac does this a lot. They're still doing this. Like you said, some of the influencers get their own line, but like Mac did the Selena collection. I think there was actually two of them. Prince... Aaliyah, L'Oreal actually did some as well. And then, you know, something I noticed, actually, as I was naming those people, I noticed this. These are posthumous collections, the MAC ones that I just named. Because I know they have one right now with Blackpink Lisa's. I just call her Blackpink Lisa, but you know, Lisa from Blackpink. But the ones I just named are posthumous. And I've noticed a couple of these as well. L'Oreal did something where they were going to use Carl Lagerfeld's image. And then Bessame, this is old school one, did Marilyn Monroe, which is like an mm-hmm. obvious one. And then get this, this week, Avon, this is totally random. Avon came out with a bath line that's the Monet bath line that like has Monet artwork. Now I know Monet is not an influencer, but... No, but still, and like a part of me also wonders and talk about Mac because I, and I'm going to circle back to Mac, but a part of me also wonders, is there a collector's item vibe to this? Is this for the super Mm -hmm. fan? Mm -hmm. Is this for... Because... And the reason why I bring that up is because I also weirdly think about the streetwear space. 
mm-hmm. and how much I have realized that drops in hype and kind of this marketing um, strategy that's very much used in like the street world world where world has crossed over into beauty. For me, I wonder if there's something around number one, a collaboration. We see all these collaboration collaborations in the street world. Did world. you just make an X like that was the X, like I the collab did. X? I love it. Collaboration. <laughs> a collaboration. And um and it being a celebrity and also beautiful packaging that people want to keep. That may be why people are into them. I also wonder how, who, who exactly they're for, right? I mean, the latest, and I really want to talk about this, is um, Mac announced that they were going to be putting out a makeup line in collaboration with Whitney Houston's estate. Yeah, and it was going to be. It's going to also roll out with. Uh, it is also going to roll out with a biopic. I want to dance with somebody that with is coming out of course. with the movie in 2022. And so that makeup line is going to be coming out in tandem with I want to dance with somebody, the biopic. And so for me, I think that I kind of take it on a case by case basis. Of, uh, oh, please. Of let's talk I about the Whitney case. The individual. Yes. Let's talk about and the Whitney case then. Honestly, I... For me, it makes so much sense in terms of Whitney being a a beauty icon. I think that there is something very holistic about her look from the red lip to her hair to the way that she wore her blush to also like being a Black visible pop star, a woman, someone who falls into the legacy of people like Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, um, who also have gone on to influence people like Beyonce, Aaliyah, and also someone who was peers with Prince, right? I think that for me, I these are all people who have had their own looks and aesthetics. And so if it's done, even though we don't know exactly how Whitney would feel about it, I would hope that because it's at very least being done with her estate, that it is of her wishes or... So you're I also not, now you wonder, don't feel this is sacrilegious? No, I don't think it's... I don't, personally, I don't think it's 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 sacrilegious, but I totally would understand people who would. What do you think? Well, because I'm thinking about the celebrity and I feel like a lot, a lot of people have a connection to Whitney Houston. I think her story touches so many people. And I like to think that she would be down with this because... You know, she wanted to make money. She wanted to be successful, give back to her community and have this larger than life presence. What better way to do that than beauty, which is also something she clearly loved. I like what you were saying too about she represented a time period in a way, like with the blush and everything. Like if you think about like mid 80s to like 2000, that was her look. She owned that time period on the pop charts, but also just as a beauty, you know, icon. So I, right. oh, blush. I hope there better be a blush in there. That's a really good point. Yeah, I hope and so too. Lip. And I think that also when you are a performer, you have a special relationship with makeup, with being on stage, all of that. So I'm sure that even herself, she had tips and tricks, things that she did. Like Tina Turner used to cut her own wigs. Like, you know what I have mean? You seen I just, <laughs> that documentary. <laughs> yes, yes. 
No, I think a lot of a lot of celebrities, I, and I don't know. So you're a black woman. As a, would a black celebrity, I think at that time period too, have trouble finding people that could work with her well. Like she had to learn it herself. I hear that from a lot of um, black models growing growing up in that time period. Yes, and that's another thing too. Of like a lot of them, Whitney was famous, a world star, pop icon in her. Pr- in all of her in all of her career, right? That is what she grew to, to become and, and who she was. And when you are a black woman in, in that position, that does not mean that you are not still continuing to do your makeup or your hair in some capacity because when you were up and coming, you had to learn how to do it. Those things were not provided for you. And so that is really honestly like, hopefully they can really tap into her own practices. Hopefully we'll like learn more about her approach to beauty. And hopefully like, we'll just hear more stories about her and her relationship to beauty. I hope they, I, I hope that's really what what comes of it is us just remembering her. Yes, for her look and yes, for these products that these colors or whatever it may be, but Hopefully we'll learn more about her approach to beauty. It's funny too, because now I feel like celebrities, it's just a given that at some point during your career, somebody from like Pop Sugar or Refinery is going to interview you about your beauty, you know, morning Mm -hmm. routine. But back then, we didn't know about celebrities' private lives. We didn't care. I, don't, I mean, I cared, but we didn't hear about the beauty that, they, you know, we heard about the music and there wasn't social media. So we felt like we knew them. So we never got to have all those stories that if you looked up a celebrity from today, you'd be able to see who her makeup artist, her hairstylist is, and there'd be right. all these pictures and all of this history. So if her if her estate's working with it, then her family members are involved, one hopes. Um, I don't know who runs her estate, but that they would share those stories. Yeah, I I really hope to see it. Okay, we're gonna have to like get back together and talk about it once it drops so that we can go through all of the products. And Mac, if you hear us about the the blush, like get on that. I think that's a must. Get on that. All right, it's time to raise a wand. Darian's still here. And we're gonna listen to a raise a wand from our listener, Maggie. Hi, Jeff and Jen. My name is Maggie. I live in Kansas. I love your show. Longtime listener, first time caller. So I wanted to call and raise a wand to Dazzle Dry Nail Polish System. So during the pandemic, and still now, but I, when everything was closed, I had prior been a every other week gel manicure lady. I am a busy working mom. I don't have time for my nails to be chipping. And I also hated going to the salon. I hate being there. It it takes a long time. I love the ladies and I I go back sometimes, but I really, really was looking for an in-home situation that worked for me that really doesn't chip for at least a week. I tried everything and I sought Dazzle Dry and it works. It gives me minimum a week, sometimes two. When I go get a gel, the ladies at the salon say, is this gel? Like they think they have to do gel removal. And it's not. It's regular polish. And it's the only regular non-gel polish. So there's no LED lights. There's no stickers. It's nothing. It's regular polish. It dries fully in five minutes with no extra anything. And it does not chip for at least a week. So that's my raise of wand. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Bye, ladies. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you, Maggie. I literally heard your voicemail and went and ordered that whole system because I want to try it out. So thank you for that. If you guys want to share your own Rezawan, uh, email us, info at fatmascara.com. You can send a little voice memo or call me. I won't pick up the phone. Darian, feel free to call me as well. It's 646-481-8182. That's right. We have a phone number. Saving those digits. <laughs> exactly. So are you prepped? Are you ready? Do you have a Rezawan to tell us about? I do. I really, Bring really it. do. So, I mean, as you just said, the best suggestions that you always get are from people you know, or they kind of come, I feel like, through this source of a friend or someone who listens to the podcast. For me, I'm sure that you're familiar with Charlotte Palermino. Oh, yeah, of course. She was one of my guest co-hosts last year. Yes, I had a feeling that she likely was, but she had a really good suggestion around a retinol from a brand that I ended up buying a cleansing oil from. It's Medic 8, and mm -hmm. it is their lipid balance cleansing oil. And I am a sucker for a cleansing oil. And I also feel that cleansing oils are one of those things I always feel comfortable testing because I often just feel that, well, number one, they're cleansers, so it's not a treatment sitting on my face. But I also just think that they're oils or something that I know is going to work well on my skin. And they're really aiding you to take off makeup and adding something on. And I'm absolutely in love with the texture of this skincare of with this cleansing oil. I just think it it just gives you, again, I love an experience. I love things that feel good. <laughs> yeah. And I feel that this is, it's a thick cleanser where I, but it doesn't feel filmy. It doesn't feel weird. It almost just smooths your face and makes it just a really pleasant experience. And I don't, you know, you know, when you just try something, you just can feel that it's good. You can feel that it's quality. Oh, you can you feel connect that they right put a away. Lot of, yeah. And I just love it. I think it... Does it have a scent? I'm curious. Because for cleanser, for me, I really like like a scent experience. Yes. I never, I never know how to explain this like lipidy, like this lipidy scent. I, I'm calling it lipidy. I don't... Like this lipid almost... You know how some oils kind of have a scent, have like a... I say... Well, I learned this from a perfumer, Waxy. Because waxy is like a perfume term, but it has that like rich fatty scent. Like sometimes raw shea butter has it. Good raw shea butter, not like... Yes, that fatty, which is a good thing. And sometimes, honestly, I don't like that. I don't like... It's it's good for you. You should stomach through it if you can. I like this because <laughs> it does have this fatty scent, but it does still have a great um, like fragrance scent. I don't know. I don't think it is like an actual fr fragrant, but... It has a great balance and I really enjoy using it. So I also good, it good can. tip that the, if there's like a new brand that you're interested in, but you, I don't know, like me, I have sensitive skin and like, if I'm going to dabble in something new, I have to be prepared for it. But a cleanser is a great way to like dip your toe in with a new brand without too much commitment. I feel like that's what you were saying with the, with yeah. this brand, right? Yeah, that's my vibe. Well, I am bringing to the show today a hand cream because I know you're based in LA, but it turned, well, you're dry, so hand cream always. Mm -hmm. But for me, the reason I was bringing this, it's 10 over 10, the heroin. It's actually, they had a hand cream and they reformulate. It's kind of the same formula. They just gave it a new name and nice new packaging. It's got a great scent. It's like kind of cucumbery. The reason I love it is because it does not leave me greasy. Like if I can put on hand cream and keep typing right away, 
we we automatically have a winner. And then yeah. it also, because I don't like having to like wait for it to absorb before I go back to doing whatever I was doing. And then obviously you want it to keep your hands moist. But the other thing I've been noticing about hand cream, my hands are always like so achy and cold. I have this thing that call, it's called Raynaud's. It's like a whole other thing and it's kicking up in the winter. Putting on hand cream and massaging it in is like such a nice little ritual that makes my hands warmer. Love that. L- a mini massage. Yeah, it's kind of what you were saying with your face. Like just the act of putting on the hand cream. I also am like, okay, I finished the emails. We're moving on to writing this thing. You know, between projects at work, I'm like, okay, step Uh, back from the computer, put on some hand cream and then go back to That's a ritual. I guess so. That's a ritual right there. Because I was looking down, I'm like, why has this been on my desk for the last two weeks? And it's because I've been using it in those little breaks just to like give myself a little pick me up, warm up my hands and like before we go back into- Yeah, clackety clack. Yeah, it has that cucumber scent, but not cloying cucumber. Just like they're like, wait, what is that? It's kind of, I don't even think they bill it as cucumber, but I'm like a bloodhound. So I was like, that's cucumber. I know it. Watch mm-hmm. the watch the brand email me and be like, um, is that cucumber? <laughs> it's papaya. I will fact check that for you guys later. Ah, oh, Darian. This was great. Fun. I'm so glad I got to hang with you in person. I've been such a fan of your work. It's so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was just really fun, honestly. And this is what I also love about beauty, pop culture, and politics. Like the, just the the literal act of this is, I think for me, it makes us culture makers. It makes us people who we are starting conversations. And hopefully it spurs other conversations between other people who listen on the podcast. So, Absolutely. All right, guys, get your beauty sleep. I will see you on Friday. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. 
Ritual's Highest Hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 